0: hey coaches it's dr chelsea and before i jump in today i want to share that if you are a high school or college dance coach my membership community is open and i am personally inviting you to join us inside the membership hasn't been open for over six months so this is a rare thing and inside the membership you get access to my vault of mental skills resources i've been creating these resources for years and now they're all in one place and ready when you need them These are focused on quick impact with little time investment from you and you can look up topics like confidence, mindset, team culture and motivation. It's all at your fingertips inside the membership. But then there's my favorite part of the group which is the community. Once a month, we get together online, there's an opportunity for coaches to receive live coaching and advice on all sorts of topics. And outside of those calls, there's a private members-only community with coaches who are truly there to support one another and see everyone grow and succeed. This group is incredible and always offers great advice and support on whatever you need help with. So if you've thought about joining us before, but the timing wasn't right, now is the time. You can find out more at chelseapirati.com slash membership, or click the link in the show notes, and that's chelseapirati.com slash membership. So for today's episode, I wanted to let you hear directly from other coaches about what has been working for them. I'm a firm believer that we should not have to coach alone on an island, and if I've learned lessons along the way, I'm going to share those lessons with anyone who's interested in learning. Plus, I'm always invested in my own learning as well. So today, I want to take you behind the scenes a bit and share some of the great lessons and resources being shared inside the membership. I talked with four member coaches who all shared resources or lessons they've learned inside Releve. So you can listen in today for four ideas of mental skills resources that you can take with you to your team. From journaling to community support to mental preparation for competition, these coaches have some great advice to share. So let's listen in. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. Welcome, Meredith. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Will you share a little bit about you and your team? Give us a little background
1: yeah so the background on me is I've danced my whole life basically, but I really fell in love with dance teams specifically in high school. I danced uh, on my dance team in high school and then I went to Stonehill College where I danced um, at the national level we would go to NDA on, at Daytona Beach and after graduating college, I wasn't ready to let it go. So I ended up connecting with Springfield College and luckily enough their team was they were a brand new team and they were looking for a coach and i've been with them ever since so i'm coming into my ninth season with springfield college as their head coach uh, we are a division three school out in massachusetts and we dance at football and basketball games we do other on-campus events like open houses Um, We do some off-campus stuff that we're, you know, getting back into that world in the post-pandemic life, getting able to do stuff like that. We do regional competitions. And then, of course, we compete at the national level. We go to the Dance Team Union College Classic, um, which this year is down in Orlando. So we're really looking forward to that in April.
0: That is awesome. I love hearing about more like smaller college programs. Like we always hear about some of the huge ones, but there are some amazing opportunities for dancers in co- at the college level that are still competitive, still game day, just they're smaller schools, so.
1: Absolutely, and I'm so glad to be involved as a coach in a program like that because that's what I was looking for when I went to school. I said, you know, I don't want a big school experience. I want a small school experience, but it, dancing was so important to me. And I was so happy to find that at Stonehill and I'm really happy I'm able to give that to dancers at Springfield.
0: Yes. So special. So will you share a little story with us? You know that you've been with me for a while in Releve. You know that I'm about taking action and getting things done. And yes, we talk a lot, but let's like really do something about it. So can you share uh, a story of something that you were going through with your team or a specific dancer and how this uh, program has helped?
1: So one thing that I learned from Releve, uh, it's hard to narrow it down to one thing. I've learned a lot from Releve. But one thing that I really uh, have implemented with my team is around competition day mindset, right? So something we definitely struggled with was we'd feel good in the studio, we'd be performing, everything looks good. And then we get there and everyone's deer in headlights, wide-eyed, like suddenly nervous. And you see mistakes that you've never seen in the studio on the competition floor. And it it was frustrating for everyone. It was frustrating for me and the dancers as well. So I really picked up some amazing tips from your courses in Releve that helped us get into competition mindset before competition so that those nerves weren't like a flood that day that you're not used to dealing with. So first thing that we do now is visualization, right? So we not just of the dance, right? Like we always we always did that. But like, okay, picture yourself. Uh, you're in the warm-up space. You're on the floor. We're in a ballroom, and the floor is weird. And there's teams right, right next to you, and they're running their dance. You can hear their music, and it's distracting. And how does your heart rate feel? How does your, you know, what are you wearing? Who's next to you? Who are you looking for? like that whole visualization of what you're, what it's actually like to be there. Okay, now you're walking down the hall, you're heading to backstage, it's kind of dark in this area. Now you're in the curtains and you can hear the team before you and now they hear your name, really vamping up like what is this experience like so that they get into that like, oh, I'm actually feeling nervous. I'm yeah. like, okay, good, exactly. That's what I want right. you to feel like.
0: Absolutely. Well, and especially I feel like at college level, you don't get to do that very often. Right. So you need to simulate it.
1: Exactly. It's not like
0: you have 10 regionals before you get to go.
1: Exactly. So we really try to sell that nervous experience so that they can practice feeling that adrenaline ahead of time. Another way we do that is I'll say, okay, I'm going to put on the music, but for the first third of the dance, you're just going to do high knees as fast as you can. Go, 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 go. Get your heart rate up and get yourself tired. And that will stimulate the physical feeling of having your heart rate pounding right before you go. And then then you go into the actual dance and dance the second two-thirds with that heart rate elevated um, so that they can get used to that feeling of like, I need to bring down my heart rate and and pace myself through my routine. Another thing that I love that we picked up from Releve, it's, we, I call it our performance number. So we talk as a team about where do you need to be one to 100 in terms of your best performance, right? In terms of your, your mood and your feeling and your um, like adrenaline level before you dance. So like, I'm like a 50, I'm right in the middle of the road. Like I want to be excited, but I am not like bouncing off the walls and I'm going to be a little bit more reserved and kind of keep to myself. And everyone does this exercise, right? So if you're like an 80, you're like maybe doing some high knees and you want to get your heart rate elevated and you're kind of pumped up and you need someone to be like, let's go, let's go. And yeah. if you're like a 20, you're like, I need to be by myself. I want to breathe. I want to meditate. I want to make sure I'm calm. I maybe don't want to talk to people. Mm -hmm. So just having the dancers go through that process of understanding what is best for them, right? And thinking about that is really helpful. And then I have them get a partner who's a number similar to them and say, okay, you guys are both 20s. You two are both 50s and you two are both 85s or close to that. Get your buddy and on competition day, talk to each other. Hey, I'm only at like a 60 and I need to get up to like an 80. Can you hype me up a little bit? or someone who's like, I'm at like a 70 right now, and I need to be down at a 10. Like someone talk me off the ledge. (laughs) And that really, really helps them understand it. And it's a good digestible way to talk about how you feel, right? What's your performance number? Do you need to go up or down? And you can easily help someone, you know, get where they need to go. And it's good for us as coaches Mm -hmm. um, to say, okay, I know this person is low on the performance number. When I talk to them, I'm not going to hype them up. I'm going to like be really chill and calm them down. So that has been huge in terms of what we do in terms of competition preparation. And it's made a really big difference, especially with our veteran dancers who can now talk to our freshmen in a really tangible way to help them get ready for something that's a really new experience for them.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that you took it a step further than what I've always talked about and added the partner part. Mm -hmm. It's like, I know in the like trainings and stuff, we talk about that performance level and how everyone is unique. And that's a you're so right. Like everybody is different. And Mm -hmm. if you are an 80 and you're talking to a dancer who's a 20 and you're, you're all hyped and excited. And that dancer is now going to be so overwhelmed that they take the floor like jittery and are over. So like normalizing that, like not everybody wants to be at that same level, but I love that you did partners. That's so cool because it gives them a way to like find their, like you said, find their person and then adjust as they need to and giving them the autonomy to do that. Where do you need to be? Like, how can you regulate yourself? And then you as a coach, aren't trying to regulate everyone and <laughs>
1: like, yes. make it all work. I think it also helps them like avoid someone that's going to bring them up too high. Like yes. I also have them get in line by their numbers. So I'm like, okay, you on the left, don't mm. hang out with you on the right. Right, <laughs> And don't be alarmed when she's like jumping around and, and doing high knees and jumping jacks to get her heart rate up. That's how she focuses. And don't focus on her. You focus on people on your half of the line. Yes. And it, it, it just brings down some transparency for them.
0: Totally. Because I've definitely felt that with coaching myself that there's dancers who if they see someone who's at 10 and is like purposely calming down yes. they're like oh gosh like, what's, what's wrong, wrong with her? them like yeah i have to hype yeah. them up i have to get them i'm like no 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 they're purposely bringing it down let let them do their thing
1: exactly <laughs>
0: yeah i love that well thank you for sharing that sir i hope that you can i mean it's something anybody can try like helping your dancers understand your own performance number your own rating like how amped up and excited do i need to be um and i guess to add on to that do you Do your dancers ever shift number based on the routine? Like, do they need to be higher in a POM and lower in a jazz? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely, yes. Um, So we're actually competing in POM for the first time this year, but in previous years, we've done hip hop and jazz. And definitely hip hop, it's a different mindset. It's a different kind of hype factor. And I think everyone shifts up like 10 points (laughs) when we're going to do hip hop, uh, that they want to be a little bit more hype.
0: Yeah, I assume so. But I wanted to hear that from you because I do feel like they, it's good for the dancer to know that too. Like if Mm -hmm. you're usually on the lower end, but this is a high energy hip hop, you may have to go higher than you normally would. Like you may need to get more amped up than you have before.
1: Yeah. And it goes the other way too. Like our jazz routines, they tend to be very emotional. And if you're up here, you know, all up very excited, it's hard to kind of slow down and ground yourself and like move through something slowly and really feel the music. So Mm -hmm. it goes the other way too, where I'll tell them like, Hey, I know you're normally a 90. I want you to be at a 75 for the beginning of this dance so that you're just like a right. little more grounded. <laughs> yes.
0: And you, I love the way you're talking about it because it gives you as a coach, like you said, the easy vocabulary to like, you can just say that to a dancer. It's not this long conversation. And they're like, Oh, I know what that means. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Well, overall, do you think that the membership has like impacted your coaching? You kind of one of my OG members who've been around <laughs> for a while. And if let me, like, what's, what's changed for you?
1: I I can't say enough, everything has changed, right? So this has dramatically impacted my coaching from a, in a small way, right? Where it's like, this year I reached out to the group and I said, hey, where do you all get your palms?" <laughs> right? And I immediately got a recommendation for a local place to us, kind of a small business and we got our palms from there and they were amazing, right? Like that's a really small thing. Mm-hmm. So everything from that to just feeling more confident and validated, right? Especially when I first joined Releve, I was such a new coach, And it was so rewarding to be able to say, here's the scenario. Here's what I'm thinking. Am I crazy? And have 20 people be like, you are not crazy. (laughs) Like This is the right approach. You are thinking about this correctly. And even if you get different perspectives from people to be like, think about this, think about this, just to have someone say, you're clearly approaching this thoughtfully. I can see that you care about your team. It was so validating and has given me a lot more confidence as a coach. I think overall, the most important thing though, and the most visible way that my coaching has changed is just the focus on mindset. So if you look back to my first couple of years coaching, I was so focused on the physical, your technique, Mm -hmm. your endurance, your strength, which are all important, but we almost never talked about like mental preparation for performance. And we suffered for that. And it's an amazing shift now that we talk about our mental state literally every practice. We start every practice talking about where we're at. How are you doing? It's an integral part of our practices and our performance and it's something that we talk about all the time now. Um and it's just made a huge difference with you know us as a coach as coaches being able to support our dancers and the dancers feel it too because they feel so- more supportive not just as like hey, I want to be the best dancer that I can be, but I want to be the best person that I can be and grow as a dancer, a person, as someone who can handle life outside of dance, right? Like, I think that's our goal as coaches, right? Like, you know about coaching philosophy. I've learned my coaching philosophy from you. Um, But like, when you talk about your coaching philosophy, yeah, of course, you want to win and you want to do well and you want to get trophies. But like, when it gets down to it, like you're trying to build future leaders, future successful men and women who go on and do great things after dance. And the mindset stuff is so important right like can you do a triple pirouette when you're 40 cool but like can you time manage and be organized and handle under pressure and you know reprioritize on the fly like those are the things that are going to matter in 20 years to these dancers and that's what Releve has really helped me focus on oh
0: you just make my heart so happy yay well (laughs) that's the
1: least I can do for everything that you've done for us so Well,
0: well thank you so much for sharing your story and I appreciate your time Meredith always good to talk to you yay thanks for having me Welcome, Gina. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Will you just introduce yourself and tell us a little about your team? Yeah. So I coach
2: a um, high school dance team. We are a smaller school, so it's a, a charter school. Um, I've been there for seven years, um, and we have a team about of about 15, 16 dancers is usually where we end up being. Yeah.
0: So. And you are a competitive team, right?
2: We do. So we do game day and we do um, the local competitions and regionals and we're going to nationals this year and we went to nationals two years ago. So we do nice. focus on competitive too.
0: Yeah. I should have seen that kind of growth in your program from the really small school, brand new team to really being able to go to one bigger stage, which is exciting. Yeah. It
2: definitely grows every year. We, we try to add one more thing every year. So yeah. <laughs> it's grown it's for sure.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so I would love for you to share some story with kind of that practical tip. If there is something that you had a dancer going through or you going through that you were able to kind of help with their mindset shift and how that helped you and your dancer.
2: Yeah. So because we've, we we have did start off really small, my dancers, their experience was game day only. And then if they were a competitive dancer, like outside of school, that was their, their background. Um, and since we've kind of been growing and adding things every year, it does get more stressful and I know on the girls after a while it was really intimidating to like go up against really big teams or even be like at the top of our state um, category so I did have a girl who was like really anxious all the time when we would go to competition like she could do really good skills she always did them but when we would go to them she would just feel like she couldn't sleep she couldn't eat she was like so nervous so I figured I was like that's something that I think I can handle like I can help her when we're there so I would look for kind of I didn't want just like one off fix it answers. Like I wanted something I could do with the team like all year round. So something we did as we would prep for competition was like the pre-prep, how we would talk about what the day would look like. And that would really help her like step into it and have already like done it once. So when she got there, she was like, I know what to do. Um, And then there was like a, there's a speech that I would do before we would go talking about, you say control the controllables. Mm -hmm. So we would talk about, when you wake up that day, you get to decide what you're having for breakfast. Like you get to have a good meal. And then when we get on the bus, you get to decide like what our attitude is. So if you wanna be confident and you wanna have fun with your team, like make sure that's what you're doing instead of letting the anxiety kind of take over and not feel in control. So we would talk about that and we would go through like a whole script of like when we get on the bus is what we do, when we get there, this is what we do. And when we get backstage is what we do. And then we would go for our state competition we do a visualization where we actually visualize walking onto the, the floor and like closing our eyes and then I play the song for them so that they get the like visualization of them on the floor and then once we do that I, t- I ask them like how do you want to feel at the end and they would you know be like I did it we we hit everything I want to feel so happy and after we had done that that year she came back and was like I feel so like proud of myself I didn't feel shaky on the floor like I knew what was going on and she, that was like a big jump for her. She had yeah. like, she that morning, she slept. It was really like a big improvement. So that was really cool to learn that like, it significantly improved her performance and her like mindset, which was kind of cool.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It's both sides. Like she actually executed the routine, but it sounds like she actually felt better about it. So it's yeah. it's oh, not yeah. just dancing better. It's like, no, I actually had fun this time.
2: Exactly. Yeah. She would be like miserable. Like she'd be like shaky and miserable and she's like, I know I can do it, but like because it just is, for a state competition, there's so much pressure. Mm-hmm. And so she would just feel that. And even though, like, I knew she can do it. And she always performed just fine. Like, she didn't feel that great about it. And mm-hmm. once we had done that, she was like, I already did it. Like, it's fine. And then she hit it and she felt so much better. So that was really cool.
0: Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it is, it's so good to hear that it's not just about day of two, right? Like, mm-hmm. I love that you look for the reason, like, how do we do something like you said, year round and get used to this because if your dancer shows up to the event, super anxious and jittery, there's only so much you can do that day. Like there's a little bit, you can do some deep breathing, but there's only so much you can do where it's really about practicing that mindset back in your home gym before you get there.
2: Yeah. We had done like breathing. You're right. The day of we'd done like, okay, now we're here in focus, but it just didn't, it didn't latch on as much as I had hoped. So Mm -hmm. doing it before and preparing at like our other competitions or other performances really got them into like the rolling of like how competition goes. And then because competitions are so random, like things don't always go as planned. They still felt set because they were like, nope, we got all our checks done. Like we're good no matter where they tell us to go. Like we know we're ready. So that was kind of cool.
0: Oh, that's a great point because you're right. Stuff changes. All of a sudden your warm up time is 20 minutes later than it's supposed to be. Or you were going to change. Like it just things change. And being able to say like, no, we have our plan and our routine and we can still check our boxes. Even if something was out of order, we did it later than we thought. Like it's all still there and you can feel. Yeah, I
2: think that's what I was worried about the first time we did it because I'd never done anything like that for like a a studio performance or competition. You kind of just go and do it. And sure. for this one, you really had it like organized. And I was like, what if it like doesn't happen? Like, what if we don't actually have time to do all of it? And you were like, no, they will feel like prepared no matter what happens. Because yeah, you're right. Because they have their things and now they're confident. And no matter where people tell us to go or wait or whatever we have to do, they know that they, they had it and it actually turned out like that. I was like, oh, thank God.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was great
2: when it
0: works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will you talk a little bit more about how control the controllables helped your dancers and what that message is for them?
2: Yeah, um, we actually, we would get in a circle and put our heads together and I would like squat in the middle and I'd read this little thing. That was the same thing. Like I'd check off, like you got to control what you ate this morning. You got to control what is on the, what you did on the bus, how you got here, what you prepared last night. Like this is all you. And even though when we go on the floor, like you don't control what the judges do, like you control what your attitude is before, on and after the floor. And that's all that matters. Like no matter what happens after you come off, you know, you got your time and you feel how you want to feel. And that just makes them like, sometimes I forget that we are learnings. Like we get to learn our place lot after because we've like successfully, we feel great. And then I'm like, cool, we're done. But then I'm like, oh, wait, we have to wait for awards. But like, yeah. it's, it's like, we're, we're, we're done after we're off the floor, which is really yeah. cool.
0: Oh, that is a very cool mindset shift and important for them too, because like, I mean, you have been competitively very successful, but then it's like, that's just icing. It's not the be all like that's going to determine if today felt successful or not.
2: Right. Actually, it's more helpful when we don't, it doesn't turn out like we want it to, Mm -hmm. which it definitely has before. So it's, it's good that I can be like, we, like, I always tell them if, you know, things don't go as they plan. I'm like, you know, we felt this when we came off, I wouldn't change anything that we did today. Like the things that happened weren't in our control, which is basically that phrase. So they usually feel a lot better. They, I mean, they're, you know, they're down, but they feel stronger and they're more willing to go into the next year, like strong which yes. is really helpful.
0: Oh, I think that's the big shift of like, if it's a competition in the mid season or it's going into a future, it's like, no, we, you have more confidence moving forward rather than getting wrapped up in a ranking that wasn't what you had hoped for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have been with Releve for a while now, where you just share a little bit about how you think your coaching has changed.
2: Yeah. Um, it just feels like, I think one of your words a couple of years ago was a like community or village and mm-hmm. you were like trying to, encourage everyone to build it and I feel like a lot of times I'll just be like oh I have this coach friend that told me this once like to my Mm -hmm. other like dance teacher friends and I'm like oh I have this other coach friend she was dealing with this and we helped her with this and this is how we did it so it just feels very like supportive and I feel like there's there's me in like in charge of my team but I feel like I have people behind me helping me get there which Mm -hmm. is really nice especially when you're like coaching by yourself yeah Um, that if I ever had like a problem I have a group of coaches that are the like-minded as well that can help me through. Like they know where our goals are and they can help me kind of talk through situations if we need to, um, which is
0: really awesome. I love our community. We have built something really special and you're a big part of that. Thank you for what you've done too and contributed because you've shared your own ideas that the the rest of the group is able to use. And we so appreciate that. So thank you. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you for putting it together. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much for chatting with me, Gina. Well, hi, Kara. Thank you so much for
3: coming. Thank you for having me here today. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Will you share a little bit about you and your team? Sure. So this is actually my 14th year coaching high school uh, dance team, competitive dance team. And last year, my lucky 13 year in COVID, you know, uh, was my first year with this program. This was a new school for me. Um, I had moved around um, a little bit and this is where, yeah, I ended up last year. So new school. Covid no. shut down. Oh, what a year to start! Right, right, yeah. So pretty crazy, but um, it's it's going it's going really well.
0: Yes, is your team game day competition?
3: We are competitive. Yeah, we are competitive. We do um we do both. So we perform at football and soccer and basketball yeah. is what our program performs at.
0: Nice. Well, thank you. So, um, as I've been kind of asking everybody today, will you share some? story or something that can maybe give our listeners a tip, something they can try, something that worked for you to help shift your dancer's mindset?
3: There's just, there's so many things to choose from, really, honestly. And one thing that really helped us over this last year, um, not just with mindset, but just on so many different levels that I wouldn't have discovered without being a member of Releve was we started implementing um, strength training. And so, you know, this would be a plug for Dancer Fitness and Katie, but that really has helped so much with their mental toughness. You know, it's helped with our team building. And then, of course, you know, it's helped with stamina and endurance and improved our cleaning and everything across the board. But you can really see, and I mean, it's a very short time when you start to see how much they start to push for each other and push through, right? Like you can Mm -hmm. watch you know, as they're fighting, they're struggling, you know, their, their, their body is like physically shaking, but they are, they're pushing through that. Right. And they're pushing each other. And it's so awesome to see. And so awesome to see like their pride when they get done with something that they couldn't do before, or they're like, "Whoa, I made it, you know, and that translates to everything else that we do and, and Mm -hmm. all the other like mental toughness exercises that we bring in that are also available and, and, uh, you know, have you talk to our team and things Mm -hmm. like that. So, but that was a, that was a big change for this program and for us and something we needed so badly coming, you know, in, in the middle of COVID coming out of COVID, like, um, still pushing through it, you know, it was just such a gift. Yeah. I love hearing that. And,
0: again, dancerfitness.com and Katie is amazing. And her and I have, we've done work together, right? creating this like mind body boot camp because it's exactly that. It's what you're, you're doing the physical work, but it's mm-hmm. using it to improve your mindset. So I want to dig into that a little bit. Do you explicitly talk to your dancers
3: about the mindset side of it or how do you kind of bring that out for them? We absolutely do, especially when we first started. We um we definitely took time to at the end of like a, a specific circuit that we repeated, you know, like we touched back on it like how did that feel this time versus the first time? And in and when they were doing it the first time, like we noted to them, take take note of of how this feels, how this feels in your body and how this feels in your brain. And also like we talked to them about, did you ever have moments of doubt? Or did you have moments of negativity while you were doing something that were like, I can't, or I can't do another one, or I can't, you know, hold this any longer. And what did you do? Did, did you keep going? Did you push through it? Or what did you, what did you tell yourself? Because those, those same negative thoughts, you know, unfortunately they happen and they're, right. they're creepy little things that that invade our mental space, but, how did you handle it? And you talking through that and the techniques that different dancers had, oh, like it just helped them. And then when later, when we were doing kind of a similar drill, but like, in a routine, they were able to call back on that exact same experience that, you know, they, they were feeling exhausted and, and like, they couldn't, you know, do the next A count, but were able to push through using the things that they learned, just pushing through those circuits and those, and, and that strength training. So it's, it's just, it's awesome. And when they all share, you know, they're all having that shared experience as well.
0: Yes. Oh, so many good things happening. Cause right. Like we are, you're getting the physical training that you need and, in a way that is specific to dancers so that you can execute the skills. But I love that you're actually explicitly talking about it. Cause I think sometimes as coaches, we know, I'm like, okay, this drill or this experience is going to help you with your mental toughness. But if they don't necessarily know what you're doing or they don't know how to reflect and like, Oh no, I felt like I couldn't do one more rep, but this time I did it. And then recognize a month later, I can't get through this routine. Oh yes, I can. I have that skill. Like that's, that's so cool to get them to really reflect and think about it, especially at that like high school, middle school, high school age, that reflection is new to a lot of them to recognize that connection.
3: Oh, it's so critical. It's like almost after almost everything we do, like, I mean, especially I feel like in this day and age, they want, they want to know the why before we do it. But I feel like you at the end you'll also summarize why we just did it, what that what that is connecting to. You're like the more dots they connect, like it it just helps them overall. And I mean the benefits just it's a it's a long list. It's just yeah. a long list. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you for sharing. I love that tip. That's great. Do you feel like your coaching has changed since you've been part of Releve?
3: <laughs> I would say Yes, because, um, well, I mean, I joined like thick of COVID, right? So dark, dark days for everyone. And oh my gosh, I was just needing just support and guidance and help across everything, right? Everything. I mean, new programs. So you're looking for, okay, let's look at contracts to, you know, gosh, everybody is really, you know, low mental and emotional space right now. You know, how, how can I dig us out of this and, you know, introducing me to this program and then navigating competitions or lack thereof. And gosh, it was, it was so much, it was the perfect time to join though. Cause I feel like it was also a reset for me into like dancer centered person-centered, like, person-first, right? It's so easy to get in that tunnel-visioned goal setting that's completely Mm outcome-based. And I think a couple years prior, I had fallen into that trap, right? Like, that we had gotten into, like, everything was, like, outcome-based. And, um, you know, I started out a very person-first, dancer-first, you know, coach and it's, it's very easy to get that tunnel vision. So, yeah. um, it was just a great reset re- and reminder. And I felt like a first year coach. I said that I don't know how many times, like during that COVID year. Right. It was like, God, I feel like a first year coach. I just feel like <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. It was so awesome to, you know, find this community that it ha- just has so many professionals, so many opportunities and everything is so easily accessible and you can implement right away. I mean, that was, that was also hard, right. Cause you want to do everything and, and you're, you know, working and you're, uh, you know, you have your family and everything else. Like you don't, you don't have all the time in the world to try and like figure every single thing out, but you want to do everything for your dancers. And so it's so awesome to have a platform like this, where there's so many things that, I mean, you can literally type in a keyword, and find help. And and you know what, like, if you can't put it into words, you just get on the relevant band and shout out to everyone that's there. And you know, it's, uh, yeah, no, I think for me personally, yeah, I, I really, it helped me find, <laughs> go back to that first year coach. It, it really did. And for me, that was like a huge blessing. And I think it, you know, something that was so needed, especially for this program and its specific journey that it was, you know, going through then and that, um, and that we're kind of, we're, we're on now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
0: Oh, thank you for sharing that. I love hearing that even after you've been coaching for a long time, the reset is helpful. So I think it's whether you are a brand new coach or you've been at this more than 10 years, it's like, sometimes you need, just a, that your own mindset to shift a little bit and to recognize that we all need a community and support no matter how many years we've been doing this. Like I needed the community more the longer I was going.
3: Like you need For more sure. I also think that there's like a, there's a shift happening in the culture of, of dance team coaches. Thank goodness where we are, you know, sharing more and realizing like, okay, we don't have to compete with each other. <laughs> like it's good. Like share these things, share this knowledge. It just makes us all better. So
0: yes. That is definitely the root of the community. Share everything you've learned and your lessons and your advice, and let's all help each other <laughs> rather than competing.
3: Absolutely. And it's, it's different from other coaches, groups that I'm a part of, you know, and I really believe that it, it, it's different because you're at the heart of it and, and you started it because the whole foundation is, is centered around, you know, mental toughness, mental well-being. And so that the people that are joining, you know, the people that are investing in this group all have that same focus, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's just diff, It's different because we have that focus. We have that foundation. And so everything that, that comes out of it, I believe is just more thoughtful and really comes from a place of love and passion for what we do and who we work with. So.
0: Oh, thank you. That was the mission, right? But it feels so good. It's so amazing to go from, a thought and an idea and a mission to like, you no, know, there are real humans behind this that are such an incredible part of the group. And so, and thank you for your contributions too. everybody gives their own ideas and thoughts and share, and that's what makes, what makes it so wonderful. So thank you for that too. And thank you for your time today and sharing with me.
3: Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to, to be here and just take a small part in this and, and cool. just say a thank you to you as well. You give back a little bit, so I appreciate it.
0: Well, you are very welcome. Thank you. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for joining me.
4: Thank you for having me. Of course. Will you share a little about yourself and your team? Sure. Uh, Well, my name is Christina Leone, and I'm the head coach at Rock Canyon High School in Colorado. This is my 18th season coaching at the high school level. In our program, we have three levels we have a varsity, a JV, and a C team, which is like a freshman, sophomore team. And all three of our teams compete in addition to doing, supporting our school at various sports. Mm -hmm. So competition season does take up a big portion of our year for all three levels. Uh, We compete in Palm, Jazz, and Game Day. And, you know, we just do a lot of regionals here locally. And then our varsity team does compete nationally at UDA Nationals. So that's a little bit of our team profile. Yeah.
0: Awesome. I can't believe it's been 18 years. That's amazing to have such a <laughs> such a cool career with coaching. And so I appreciate you sharing with us because I think as veteran coaches, you and I've talked about this before, how like The more you coach, the more you know you don't know. Like you're always looking for new things and, you know, it's not like, oh, I figured it out now, right? There's always always something more we can do. So will you share a little bit about something you have learned from the Releve community or from the resources that has helped your dancers that other coaches can try for themselves?
4: Yeah, Absolutely. So I think first off, there was there's just sort of the simple and what might seem like trivial resources, but they're so helpful. So it's like referrals for products or rhinestones or music or palms or, you know, whatever it might be. But it's it's really valuable. And I think the extra value for me is I love getting out of state input because I think regionally it's like we kind of tend to do what we know and what we're we're exposed to. So it could be something as small and little as, you know where we get our palms. And then somebody from New Jersey is like, I found the best palm resource ever. And I give it a try. And I'm like, I, w- I never would have had that connection. Mm-hmm. So even those little things are are helpful. It's almost, it's like dance team hacks yeah. all, all <laughs> the time. So I find value in that. Um, and I think even sometimes this, those small things are what lead to having bigger, deeper conversations. And it, it's it's like our icebreaker. You know, It's easy to talk about where you buy rhinestones, And then you have those conversations and feel more comfortable contributing something later. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think last year in particular with the COVID year, I think it was particularly helpful because we were all in our are still in very different places, what our restrictions are, what we can do. And so just hearing the perspectives of nothing else, I think, was was helpful like even for my own mental well-being. Right. Of we're facing the same things. Or even sometimes going, wow, what what was stressing me out really isn't so bad. Just hearing someone else's experience too. So kind of keeping you grounded. And then I think, you know, I'm super, super grateful for my local coaching colleagues. We have such an awesome group here locally. But I just, I think kind of like I mentioned, just really appreciate another perspective it's just like a broader scope and um and we have less personal history you know we especially having done this for several years we don't have i don't know there's no preconceived notions or opinions about their team or their success or any of that so i think you just hear things from a different perspective and you view the feedback you're getting from you know through a different lens and that's just important for like my personal growth too sure sure
0: yeah, you're right. We have a like wonderful community here, uh, but it's also it's been the same community for a long time, and it's you have which is great friendships that have lasted that long. But it's nice to have perspective of somebody who doesn't know your history or doesn't know what happened to your team two years ago, and like they're just giving you their feedback honestly in the moment now.
4: Right, absolutely. So I, I love that. I mean, something really specific, and again, I guess this kind of fits in like the just having resources, but it was tied into a more emotional situation of my year last year. I just, the way the the cookie crumbled was a lot of re-blocking for me because of injuries and had nothing to do with COVID crazy enough. But, and just even the simple question of how do you guys do formations? Cause now I'm to the point of re-blocking a dance for the third, fourth, fifth time. And I loved how many suggestions there were and just hearing, you know, some people say like, I'm a, Pencil and paper, graph paper gal, I am a I found this app, I found this whatever. And it all all those opinions did lead me to finding something new and completely challenged me out of my comfort zone with something as simple as formations, but it's a big deal. It is, in the, right, you know, yeah. In the competitive world. And I'm I don't know if I would have gotten that same answer if I just text a few local friends. So and it was emotional. Like it's an emotional journey going, you know having injuries, A, is already emotional, B, what does this mean for my whole team, C, how am I going to handle it, and so it was, even though it looked on the surface, like, just recommending a formations app, like, you knew that there was kind of that emotional support behind it, too, because no one was just saying, like, here's my app, goodbye, it was, like, I use this app, And by the way, I've been there. It is, I know how you feel like that extra personal connection is awesome.
0: Yeah, it is. The community is amazing in that way because it is somebody who truly gets it in the way that Mm -hmm. other coaches don't understand or people outside of like the high school and college world don't always understand exactly what we're doing. And it can absolutely, it's so nice to have that. I appreciate that. I'm so glad that you felt that connection.
4: Yeah, it's great.
0: Do you feel like joining the membership has like impacted you as a coach? And like, even though you've came in with so much experience beforehand?
4: Yeah, I think it's, you know, kind of like I mentioned, just having that perspective on like, how big and how small the dance team world is, like all at the same time. I think we kind of directly feel connected instantly just because of what it is. You know, I, I guess I'm just instantly like dance team person, we're connected, <laughs> it's like you just instantly have that, you know, that, that commonality, but it's, it's also just a good reminder of, you know, how we face so many different challenges. And it's really humbling sometimes to hear other coaches presenting their problems and keeps me back in check of maybe things I take for granted. Yeah. And sometimes even on the local level, you know, I may gravitate towards connecting with the same coaches over and over, because I think we're relatable. Like maybe we coach teams that dance in the same genre or we coach the same size teams or, Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it forces me out of that comfort zone and just to read and hear and say like, we are in completely different States, coach completely different types of teams, Mm -hmm. but I still think I have something to offer a perspective and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just that, um, it's kind of like the internet or national, but also I guess global reach that, that, that the possibility that it lends to just, you know, still finding the connection, no matter how different your teams are. And so I think that, you know, supporting other coaches, just like not underestimating how much that can positively impact you. It's just like, you know, it's just giving and you get back so much when you when you give to other coaches. So it's an opportunity to give and receive and it's just really, you know, easy. It's not overcomplicated. So I, I just think that we freely ask the littlest question to like a super complex, deep question in the same day. Yes. And 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 both are okay and they're welcomed. And I think the other thing is just reminding me that like impact can come from anywhere. Yeah. And like sometimes I guess it I've been to many more what I would consider traditional coaches conferences. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it features, you know, big names and big title holders. And there's like the glamour Mm -hmm. behind like here, guess who's speaking so-and-so from this school. And you're instantly thinking, I better hear them speak because of their titles, because of their success, of all those things. And sometimes like the best reminders and the best pieces of insight come from coaches that, coach drastically different programs than I do. And so this platform, I guess, just provides that opportunity. And it's a little bit more like organic. It's not and it just has nothing to do with, you know, with the accolades. Right. And so yeah. it's and and I I, I can really I guess imagine if I'm planning a dance team conference and I want to attract people to come to it, it makes sense mm-hmm. <laughs> to promote, you know, sure. Maybe speakers or coaches that are speaking with that have, have those accolades and have the glamour that goes with it. But it's just such a good reminder that, you know, impact can come from anyone and anywhere. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think that just for me goes kind of back to like my initial roots of starting coaching. And I, I think I felt inadequate for so long because I didn't have any personal accolades. I shouldn't say any, I had a few, <laughs> right? few personal accolades as a dancer. I didn't you know, I danced on a game day. My team in college was a game day team. Mm-hmm. My high school team was just a mid-level team. Um, like just nothing, no, There's there would have been a very short intro if I was introed for anything. <laughs> um, but I was surrounded by people that had amazing accolades and amazing experiences. And so I think I stayed in my shell a little too long of like, I don't have a whole lot to offer. Yeah. And it took me a while to say none of those accolades matter, you know? And so I think this community just, it just like keeps that goes back to that root for me of like, you don't have to have any of that to make an impact. So I think that's, that's just an awesome piece of the puzzle for me.
0: Oh, I so appreciate that perspective. And that was definitely the, one of the many goals behind it was like, I don't care who you are, or if you've coached one year, two years, 20 years, we all have something to Mm -hmm. offer. And I think you're right. Sometimes the conversation is the little easy stuff. And sometimes it's a very deep, question that you instantly have people there for you and it's that's amazing part of it for me appreciate that so I love that you see that too thank you for sharing that perspective
4: yeah absolutely and I I think there's also that I, I guess just feeling like people are rooting for you you know if someone says I'm having this this issue it could be a parent issue it could be an issue with an athletic director whatever it might be and then advice is given but also you know I want to hear how it went. I want to hear the follow-up it, it did, or it didn't work. And I'm rooting for you. Like not just saying, here's what to do. Here's the answer period. It's like, it's still so personable. There's a person, many people on the end of those suggestions that, that want to see it worked and want to know how it, how it turned out.
0: Right. Yes.
4: You know? So even if you're just reading it, even if you're not actively participating, because sometimes a conversation comes up and I'm like, I don't have a ton to contribute to that, but I still love reading it. Like, I think the, even seeing how other coaches interact with other people is, I get something out of it, even if I'm not actively participating.
0: Yeah, same. Oh, I love that. Well, thank you so much for sharing your perspective, Christina. I really appreciate it.
4: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Dr. Chelsea. So if you are
0: still with me and you've been listening to these great coaches give advice and share their stories, you might be interested in joining us in that Releve membership. It's only open a few times a year, but I encourage you to check it out and see if you feel like it's a good fit for you. You can find more information at chelseapirotti.com membership and there's a link in the show notes because I know my last name can be difficult to spell. It's chelseapirotti, slash membership and I can't wait to see you inside.